Another day, more signings, more happiness across the nation. It's almost as if we didn't know for months and months that the Steelers were going to have a historic amount of cap space with which to address all these things that we were all worried about. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. James Daniels was brought in from the Bears. Another big signing for the offensive line. Good, good football player. Another good run blocker as I had been emphasizing with the addition of Mason Cole the previous day. That line across the board, left to right, even if you're factoring in the previous guys who might get bumped out, is really young, but also way better than what was there before. Listen to this. Dan Moore, left tackle, 23 years old. Kevin Dotson, maybe the left guard, 25 years old, but only entering his third season. Cole, who could be a center or a left guard, 25 years old. Kendrick Green, who could be a center or a left guard or a right guard or just not play at all, 23 years old. Daniels, who was a center all through college and kind of split between center and right guard in Chicago, he's only 24, even though he's played a lot of football in the NFL over four years. And the right tackle, as we've all discussed at length already, is Chuk Sikorafor, who's similar to Daniels in the sense that he's 24, but he's also played a lot of football. Not as much as Daniels has in the NFL, but a lot. So if you look at that line and the makeup of it, it has a chance. And i underlining and bold-facing and italicizing the word chance to be a group that sticks together for a while, kind of like the group that preceded it. And that would be nice. It's also, it's wishful thinking. It's wishful thinking because the previous group had First-round pedigree in Marquise Pouncey, obviously, David DeCastro. Some second-rounders in there as well. A tremendous undrafted free agent, Ramon Foster, who I can't leave out. And it became one of the better groups in the NFL. This might not be that, but it's at least coming with some sense of a plan, some sense of... uh, commitment, of design, which means it's nothing at all like what we saw last year. And yeah, I know, I know, unprecedented cap space versus no cap space, but I'm just throwing it out there that it didn't even seem like there was a mission toward addressing the offensive line to any extent, never mind one that's like this. So, so far, so good with this group. But there's something even bigger in play here. 
This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. There were also two signings on the other side of the football yesterday. Cornerback Levi Wallace was brought in. Great story, another undrafted free agent. He'll come here at age 26. You always want your corners to be a little on the younger side, but still younger. Montravius Adams, who became one of the few surprise positives of the 2021 season being picked up off a practice squad and thrown right into work on the Steelers' defensive line and did well enough, did well enough to earn a contract. He's going to be a depth guy, I would imagine. I would actually kind of hope he's 26 years old. Mitch Trubisky, you might have heard they signed him. He's 27 years old. Do you see where we're headed here? If you look at some of the bigger names that show up in the NFL free agency pool, the ones who get everyone all gaga at the beginning of the process, who's going to land this guy? Who's going to land that guy? Most of them are in their 30s. Some of them, depending on the position, are well into their 30s. The Steelers have yet to touch anyone in their 30s, including even keeping their own people. Now, is this a youth movement? Is this some form of uh, under-the-table rebuild? No, not really. I don't think you can look at the names that I've given you here, especially on the offensive line, and deny that the team actually got better immediately. The team is better at these positions, especially O-line, for 2022. Well, as such, can't call that really a rebuild, because a rebuild is when you're kind of pulling everything back and saying, well, we're going to suck for a little while here, but we'll come around once these guys grow up. Who out of these players, particularly the new acquisitions, do you think of as saying, well, you know, they really need to gain some experience? It's funny, the, the, the guy that you could probably say that the most about is Trubisky because he's out of Chicago. I guess you could say it about Dan Moore as well at left tackle. And I'm not even going to count Dotson or Green because I don't even know if they're going to keep their starting jobs. But this is a group that's gotten better and it's gotten younger. And for anyone who's been complaining, and I haven't heard a lot, but for anyone who's been complaining, in particular about the money that's been put out in some directions, especially related to the Chooks Okorafor contract, three years and $29.5 million, understand that part of what made Chooks valuable, not just to the Steelers, but to the other couple of teams that were involved on the final day, was his youth. Was that he's 24. 
he can still get better. And you can choose to see that as a shortcoming. You know, well, I remember this play or that play that he made where he butchered it or six false starts. He was one of the most penalized offensive linemen in football. That's a growth issue, man. That's a maturity issue. You just get smarter with that stuff. But overall, this is this is kind of neat. Just this facet alone is kind of neat. The idea of putting together a roster for the Steelers that's more talented, that's more dynamic, and that has more of a ceiling than the one did last year by a mile. Now, that said, Terrell Edmonds is 25 years old. Get him back. When we come back, just one question. Today's J1Q, and it comes from Ryan. He asks, with the Steelers setting up the offensive line quarterback, the secondary through free agency, are we now going to see them grabbing inside linebacker, wide receiver, and defensive line in the draft? I believe you would find that most prudent, and I happen to agree. I am really big at this point on addressing inside linebacker. I don't care if that's in the draft. I know for a fact that Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin both really dislike going into a draft with needs. They would much prefer, and we've seen that right up through last year, going into the draft having at least found other options for positions that are needs. Now, I'm not Omar Khan to have figured out how much money is left in the cap right now to keep predicting that they would just add more and more and more and more every day seems a little foolish. They've already spent a pretty significant chunk of change. Now, of course, you could also get into restructurings and things like that down the road, and you've got to see where Stefan Tuitt stands. Got to see how things play out with Edmonds. Got to see how things play out with Juju. I'd like to see all of those players brought back. And if they are, you know, inside linebacker starts looking like a challenge, but at least you'll have begun to address wide receiver and the defensive line. But what's missing is an inside linebacker or two. And that's unsettling. That's not a great place to be. Yeah, there's a lot of time. And yeah, as we've seen over the last couple of days, every 24 hours can make you completely change your outlook at a given position. But this is the number one shortcoming of this roster. And I know that because it was the number one shortcoming of this roster before this offseason started. And it's yet to be addressed. I'd like to see the Steelers get aggressive here 
again, without knowing the exact dollars that they're dealing with or these other issues that I mentioned. And I'd like to see an inside linebacker be the next, even if it's the last, outside free agent signing that they make. From there, now, go into the draft. Look at your inside linebackers, most of whom are going to be, especially if you get one up high, savvy enough, advanced enough to be able to help you right off the bat. That goes double for wide receivers. Heck, you can get impact wide receivers, not just second round, but third round. Guys that could just walk right onto the field for you and play. So you can address some of these other things as well as ideally, you know, adding to your, your pool of potential at defensive line, start thinking about replacing some of the older guys that you have there now. But yeah, I'm with you, Ryan. You're right. <laughs> it's inside linebacker. It is. You know what? Maybe that's what today will bring. It's been that kind of week. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Let's do another one tomorrow.